Good evening, everyone. It's Monday night, and welcome to the Sports Hounds. I'm Rob Brinkman. He's Brad Ryer. Frank Frank Besby is producing the show. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, Instagram. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Hit that share button. Turn those notifications on. Don't miss anything here. October, great month. Don't want to be missing stuff. Baseball playoffs. Hockey's starting up. Ben Simmons looks like he's going to finally decide the grace of the NBA with his presence. And obviously, we got rocking and rolling with week five of the NFL. As always, we're brought to you by Specialized Physical Therapy, our doc, make them yours too, Dr. Paul Vidal, two convenient locations, Burlington and Cherry Hill. He's our doc here at ATD Radio. Make them yours too. Also brought to you by Body Check Wellness, a line of products that promote wellness, balance, and recovery by using the full potential of hemp. They come in extracts, blends, gummies, and topicals. Use promo code ATD, 25% off. Also brought to you by Robbie Lutman, Sunrise Detox Center. Many of us in our families deal with mental health and addiction issues. We are happy to support the Counseling Center at Sunrise Detox. If you need mental health therapy or addiction detox, 856-651-8117. Tell them Tom Arnone sent you. Tell them the Sports Hound sent you. Tell them A2D Radio sent you. There's no shame in asking for help. Uh, we we got a lot going on. Hockey starts tomorrow. Back end of the show. NHL preview. Uh, Rays. Red Sox. In Fenway, game four, closeout game for the Red Sox, potentially. Rays on the brink of elimination. Uh, White Sox on the brink of elimination. Brewers on the brink of elimination. Uh, we got all the baseball playoffs, and obviously we have week four of the NFL. We had a big Monday night game. Colts, Ravens, brought to you by FanUp. Uh, FanUp is the best way to enjoy fantasy sports. Sign up now at FanUp, only on the Apple App Store, and win your share of great prizes daily NFL contest and more sign up today fan up app only in the Apple app store lot going on Brad let's get to our poll question poll question brought to you by Johnny Coyle our friend down there all campus 20% off everything in our store including hats shirts and our team cornhole sets for all our subscribers if you're not a subscriber to A2D radio become a member $9.99 a month great perks giveaways shout outs merchandise you know, everything you get weekly picks from the money pop podcast. They're on fire. Uh, so it's a no brainer. Nine ninety nine a two D membership. Let's get to our poll question. Brad Eagles get a big win yesterday in Carolina. Look dead in the water for pretty much 56 minutes of the 60 minutes of this game. Uh, our poll question tonight, Jalen hurts is a franchise quarterback. Now I applaud Jalen hurts. Uh, I applaud the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. They showed a lot of heart. Uh, they showed a lot of determination. They got some big plays. They forced some turnovers. They got a big block punt with four minutes to go. They're able to eke by Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers without Christian McCaffrey, 21-18 on the road. But, Brad, the elephant in the room is Jalen Hurts is not a franchise quarterback. 
He's just no, not. I, He's just. I don't believe. I don't believe so. But I think he can be. I can think. I think he can be an efficient game manager, and he, he is capable of making plays with his legs. And you know, if he can find the receiver, if he can find the receivers and throw accurately to them, then you know he could be a little bit more. I mean, the guy's got a little. The guy is very athletic. I'll give him that. I just. I don't see it right now. I mean, it just seems like every pass, even the long ones that he completed. I mean, they were. The guys were so open that they were able to catch the ball anyway, but the balls were not on target. You know, they're reaching back, you know, reaching from side to side. I mean, he's not a, he's not an accurate quarterback. And against a good team, you know, he, he's not very efficient. And Carolina, you know, their defense was just on the field too long. You know, I think that's kind of that's kind of what – Carolina's offense yesterday was terrible. And I, I give more credit – actually, I thought the Eagles' defense won the game. To be quite honest with you, oh, their defense, defense yesterday. Teams. Was, their defense was sensational. Uh, Hargrave up the middle is is been just a straight animal. Fletcher Cox played well yesterday. You get two yeah, that was Fletcher Slay. That was Fletcher Cox and Darius Slay's uh, coming out party yesterday. And Hargrave, he's been there the whole year. Yep. And you, you see, you see a former third round pick Davion Taylor, he gets on the field and, you know, he's starting to kind of do some stuff for you. Cause I can't watch, I can't watch Alex Singleton play middle linebacker anymore. I can't do it. Everyone wants to look at his tackle totals. The guy sticks. The guy can't cover you or me. He can't, he's not bigger, strong enough to step in a hole to uh, play run support. He doesn't have any lateral quickness to be able to, the, I mean, you saw the chiefs game. I explained it to you right here last week, the chiefs game. She just stretched out the Eagles' defense, and Alex Singleton didn't have enough lateral quickness to step in the hole and and make a play. And against Dallas, they just pounded the A and B gap all freaking night, and Alex Singleton doesn't have the size and strength to step in the hole. I can't watch Alex Singleton play anymore. I can't. He's not good. Oh, but he had 14 tackles. It doesn't matter, Brad. If he has 14 tackles when the guy's 12 yards down the field already. It it, it doesn't work. But, I mean, Jaylen, back to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is just not a franchise quarterback. I, I know that, that you have a immense divide in this city among this fan base that want Jalen Hurts to be good so bad, want him to be the guy so bad. I want him to be the guy too, but I watch every Sunday, and he's just not the guy. And I like that he can run, and I like that he, that he kept his head in the game and where it was able to – put together a drive at the very end to, to get a big win. But Jalen Hurts cannot stand in the pocket 20 to 25 times and make 15 to 18 throws to be able to lead this team uh, to victory. He did not yesterday. The defense plays out of their mind. They get a win, and, and that's great. Now you're going to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday where he's going to have to go toe-to-toe with a, a, a offense – in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a quarterback with Tom Brady, who, who with the bang up thumb, though. I, I don't care. He's still humming, and, and yeah. you know we'll see. He was icing his thumb on the sidelines. I mean, look, I, I I don't know what to make of that. My my gut tells me nothing, and that Tom Brady's going to be fine. But the Eagles, like against the Chiefs, they're going to have to score points. They're going to have to score points. They're going to have to make the basic throws that I. Over 60 minutes that I just don't know that Jalen Hurts is capable of doing. And back to the fan base and the v- divide in this city. Look, you had Nick Foles. Carson Wentz gets hurt in 2017. Nick Foles comes in. He wins the Super Bowl. 
Now you got the Folsian society going nuts. People don't like Carson. Carson comes back too early from his injury. You know, he gets benched, and then Nick Foles goes on yet another run. So now Carson's beyond the eight ball. So now there's a portion of the fan base that is just anybody but Carson, which is fine. Carson's done himself no favors in Indianapolis. We'll see how many wins the Colts have at the end of the season because I do think they're going to get their fair share of wins. Uh, a brutal schedule to start for the Colts. And it, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't help. get any easier tonight. Again, they're on the road in Baltimore. So, like, I get that. And now, like, you have people who hated Carson so much, so much, that they're just blind to the fact that Jalen Hurts just isn't that great of a quarterback. I don't know what else you have to see. Now, is he young? Yes. Does he have room to grow? Yes. But is he going to wake up tomorrow morning with a howitzer on his right arm and be able to throw the ball through a brick wall like Justin Herbert can, like Joe Burrow can, like Josh Allen can? Because I don't want to hear about his athleticism anymore. Because every freaking quarterback, Brad, in the league that's labeled a franchise quarterback can move and run and is mobile. It's it's a prerequisite. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a prerequisite for the position, and a lot of them, and a lot of them that you consider game managers can move can move too. Right. Yeah. I mean, look I at mean, it. who are who are statues back there these days? Uh, I can't think of any quarterback that's a statue anymore. Mahomes not a statue. Lamar Jackson's yeah. not a statue. Carson's not a statue. I mean, Herbert, he's not a statue. No, back there, Russell Wilson, who. He unfortunately got hurt in the Thursday night game, and Seattle's going to have a tough time without him. But he's not a statue, you know. Yeah, I guess Brady. Seattle, I think, is is done. Brady, Mac Jones, Brady's a statue. Yeah, but you know what? He still can move for for his age. So I mean, like, what are we talking about when you want to bring up his mobility and his athleticism? Every freaking quarterback uh, under the age of of 27, 28 years old is mobile. Is athletic, can move, can extend plays. And by the way, they all have stronger arms than Jalen Hurts. They're all more accurate than Jalen Hurts. Look, I hate that I hate the rain on the because I'm ecstatic as hell that they won yesterday. Yeah, that was Brad, a big that was a big win. You were looking at you were looking at possibly being on Friday morning one and five. Right. Now you're two and three. Your head's above water. You got a tough game against Tampa Bay. You are at home. A short week for Tampa. Uh, looks like Levante David's going to be out a couple weeks. You mentioned Brady's thumb, so you know their secondary's banged up. So if, if Jalen Hurts is going to wake up on Thursday morning with a howitzer on his right arm, out of a sudden, be able to throw the football and be able to complete 18, 20, 25 passes in big spots, this would be the, the time to do it because Tampa Bay's defense isn't great. Their secondary is full of holes. And I don't think Nick Sirianni is going to even attempt a run play against that run defense of Tampa Bay, which no. that's a whole nother thing. The, Nick Sirianni problem. does no favors for his uh, supposed potential franchise quarterback by not is, running the football. They're going to, the, the Tampa Bay offense is going to probably own the Eagles defense. And that that's going to be a problem. I, I think you're going to be in a situation where where it's going to be not quite like the Chiefs, but very close to what happened with the Chiefs. I mean, Tampa Bay, you're going to have your hands full trying to stop that Tampa Bay offense. And I, I, there's, I just don't think you're going to be able to score enough points. I think Tampa Bay's defense is going to stop the Eagles for the most part. You know, the Eagles will probably get a couple of 
know, they'll probably get their 17, 20 points, but I think Tampa Bay is going to probably put thir- between 30 and 35 points up on the board. I, At I don't least. think there's any way they could stop them. If yeah, you don't I score do. 30 points on Thursday night at the link on Thursday night football, you ain't winning the game. No, that's what I'm saying. The Eagles, the Eagles are going to have to score 38 points to win. That that's now, my that's my opinion. I, I, now, if you think they they can do that, that's that's fine. Let, let's see. I, they haven't proven it to me yet. Maybe they will. You know, I I, I just don't know that they can do that. I agree with you. I think right now Jalen is a. I mean, he's graduated to the point where I think he can be a game manager. And, you know, if he doesn't turn the ball over, he can win. He, he, you know, he can he can win a game. I just don't see against a good – let me ask you a question. If Tampa Bay is ahead by a touchdown, let's say it's 27-20 in the fourth quarter, there's two minutes to go in the game, do you think Jalen Hurts can drive the Eagles down the field and tie up the game? In your heart of hearts, do you really think he can do that against that defense? No, probably not. That's what I'm saying. If Now, you know, back in 2017 when Foles was out there, yeah, he probably could. <laughs> you know, Carson Wentz back in 2017, yeah, I think they could. You know, I, I, I don't I, – I just – he's not accurate enough to be able to do that against a real good team. He just – he hasn't proven he can do that. He couldn't do it against San Francisco. Dallas, it wasn't really his fault because the defense just just completely uh, allowed Dallas to dominate the game. I mean, and and his offensive line gave him no chance. And let's be honest, Dallas is is an elite team right now. I mean, there's no I, I hate to say it because I I can't stand Dallas, but they're they're just they're really good this year. I mean, yeah, and you look at that; they can really kind of put this thing away and go run and hide and go after that one seed fairly quickly here because their next three games, I know next week's in Foxborough. I don't quite recall the order of the next two, but it's Atlanta and Minnesota. I mean, you got to think the way they're playing football right now, they're going to get two out of those three. Be six and two, six and two. Minimum. I mean, the only team that could possibly beat them would be, would be maybe Minnesota. If Minnesota, shows up and has one of those great games. But, you know, Minnesota has been just – They barely beat Detroit yesterday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Minnesota just – and it's interesting. I called it with them. I, I just – I had a bad feeling about them at the beginning of the year. And they they have not shown me any any uh, any reason to not take back what I said about them at the beginning of the year, that they're going to be a mess. I mean, I just They're just mad. The Vikings, they're just a mad team. Yeah, I it just it they're they're on they're they're like on the way to nowhere. They'll be if they're lucky, they'll be nine and eight. Most likely worse than that. Uh, you know, so, so that's, that's going to be a real Dallas, problem. You got Dallas running away with the division. So now you got you you're relying on wild. If you potentially want to make the playoffs in the NFC, you got to make a wild card, which is going to be very tough. And if you're one and four. Staring one and five in the face after Thursday night football, you got no shot. Oh, so. I, I agree. That's why it was such such a huge win. You know, I mean, it really, that was that was a gigantic win for the Eagles. At least it keeps them. I mean, if they go two and four, 
which I, I would expect they're not going to be able to. They're not going to beat that. I, 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 you can't expect them to beat Tampa Bay. But I mean, they're, they're seven four, point. They're seven like, point home dogs on a short week. I mean, it doesn't yeah, I mean, it's going to well. be. It's going to yeah, it's going to be tough for them to to be able to win that game. But I mean, they still, they they still even if they're two and four, you know, if they can find a way to win nine ten games. They've got a chance. They've got a chance to be a wild card. And, you know, this is this is the gauntlet of the Philadelphia Eagles schedule right now at the beginning here because after Tampa, it kind of uh, you know it loosens up because then you go out to Vegas and you go out to Denver. You know, I think Vegas stinks. I think they showed their true colors. I think, yeah, I think I think one and one is not an unreasonable expectation out of that. Denver, Denver's solid. Remember, they were my sleeper AFC wild card team. Yeah, they, they, the only issue with Denver right now is that their their quarterback's injured. Well, Bridgewater played yesterday, or did he, did? he leave? Yeah, Bridgewater played yesterday. Did, all right, because I didn't see any of that game. I mean, look, Pittsburgh was due to, to come back to come back and play well yesterday. I mean, that was that was just something that that was that you, you had you had expected at some point they were going to snap out of it. They they still have a lot of talent. And then you're going to be getting down the stretch. You're going to be playing these East teams that just yeah, aren't very good. Washington, Washington stinks. The Giants. With all due respect, your Giants stink. Well, it's, it's not even a question of that now, Rob. They're they're down ten guys now. Yeah, and they're. I injured. mean, they're, they're whole. They're bad, and now they're injured. So I mean, what's but like? What's left? If you can go steal one on Thursday, and Hurts can look good and build some confidence. Because you know you got the Detroit Lions on on the horizon. You have the Jets on the horizon. You have the Giants twice. You have Washington twice. So like, there's some games there. Vegas, I think that's a win. Denver, we'll we'll see how I'm feeling that week. You know, but like, it's this, tough to this, win. It's tough to win in that stadium, though. It is tough to go out there, and they, they yeah. do have to go out to Denver. Yeah. I mean, you got the Chargers. You you play the Chargers, who look. Really, really good, but at least you get that game at home. Yeah, the Chargers. So, you know, the Chargers can score. Are another team that can score. They look. They look really good. But I'm going to continue. But Jalen Hurts is not a bless his soul. He's not a franchise quarterback. But overall team outlook, I'm going to continue to be optimistic week to week, uh, one game at a time, until I don't see a path to my predicted eight wins which I don't think is that crazy outlandish of a win-loss record. Yeah, but 8-9 eight eight. is not going to get you to the playoffs, though. It's not, but, I mean, Brad, you go from four wins to eight wins. You double your win total from a year ago. That's well, that's solid. season. That's solid, if, if they can do it. I'm just saying, yesterday, if you're one in five after six. Oh, no, that that's why. The, that's wheels, why the wheels are off, and but you're game, looking at, at became, five. And, the game became a winnable game. Because they didn't have, because they didn't have, uh, they didn't have their boy in there. I mean, that was, you know, without him, with, without without him, it, they're just not. Yeah, but they're not. They're not even close to being a, a good team without McCaffrey. They're they have nobody. Yeah, but I mean, Donald still threw three picks. Now what? He doesn't throw three picks if McCaffrey's in there. You can make that argument. Uh, I mean, who knows, Donald? I don't like Donald anyway. I mean, he. He's just he he showed his jet form yesterday. To be quite honest with you, but I, I mean, again, he probably doesn't have that many picks because then he's then he's giving the ball to McCaffrey, and you know the guys the guys want he's probably what the top uh, fantasy guy uh, pick, top round fantasy pick in the 
a lot of leagues, I would imagine. So, I mean, it, it's there is a big difference when he's not playing. I mean, you can't you can't not say that it doesn't make a difference when your franchise player is not playing. So, but the Eagles, but uh, what they can Eagles build on was great though. Yesterday, they were. That's what they need, and that's what I thought that this like because I believe in John. I still do believe in Jonathan Gannon. I think I think it'll be a lot easier if, if someone other than Alex Singleton can step up at middle linebacker. Maybe it's Davion Taylor. Maybe it's Stuart Bradley, T.J. Edwards. All the guys I listed above are better than Alex Singleton. So if they can somewhat solidify that middle linebacker position, I've been impressed with the secondary. I've been impressed with the defensive tackles. The defensive ends can be frustrating because they're always going outside in Barnett and Sweat. Looks like Milton Williams, a third-round pick out of Louisiana Tech. He's starting to you know, kind of get a bigger role. So uh, I believe in this defense. Slay played awesome yesterday. Nelson from Pittsburgh has been awesome. McLeod's come back and solidified the safety spot. And, you know, you have guys that came over from Minnesota like uh, Harris and Wilson who are yeah, – they, they are what they are. They're okay. So, like they're, – They're okay. They're they're okay to come in off the bench. I mean, you, you know, you can't – you can't just play defense with eleven guys. You need you need all your you need all your guys because everybody you know defense is a uh, is a is really a team a team effort. I mean you've got to have guys that can come in and out of the lineup. Otherwise, otherwise the guys will be worn out by the second quarter. I mean nobody plays every down anymore in the NFL. All right, let's get to some comments here. Uh, Uh, Bryce Blackwell's in the house. Defense was solid. Offense was rough till the fourth. Even in the fourth, like, I don't – like, you get the block punt. Like, that's a short field. You get three picks. Like, those are short fields. Like, I have no confidence that Jalen Hurts can sustain a, a 10-plus play 80-yard drive and, and, and consistently in this league. Rob, the other, the other thing you have to remember, how fortunate the Eagles were with that with that ridiculous snap from Kelsey early in the game that, that yes. the safety. I mean, that, that was, I mean, there was how many Carolina Panthers had a chance to jump in that ball and make it a touchdown, which really would have put the game out of reach. I mean, they were very fortunate about that. I, I had, I had a feeling about that after the Eagles were able to get, get the break, have the ball go out of the end zone. So it was only two points instead of seven. I, I thought that that was a huge missed opportunity for Carolina and, uh, you know, the Eagles were able to get the points back in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tampa, Mike Killa, these are all from Bryce Blackwell. The organization doesn't believe in Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Um, I don't know about that yet. I think it's I, too I, early. I, I'm not buying that quite yet. Yeah, um, I think that, I think they want to see – I think they want to see what he can do. And they, and they kind of figured at the beginning – you know, they kind of figured in the offseason – they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year, so let's see what the guy can do. And if he can't do it, we'll have three first-round picks next year, and we'll uh, we can draft two two players of whatever need we need and uh, pick a quarterback if we have to, you know, or if trade you... or trade those picks and get a, and and pick up a quarterback from somewhere. I mean, it really like puts you ahead of the game if you have three first round picks especially if three of the picks are in in the top 15 or so so i'm not well, i'm not giving up 
If they're not quarterbacks, it's huge. If you don't have to pick a quarterback with three first-round picks, like that's huge. Absolutely. Right, right there in the East next year. Steven Rodriguez is as accurate, but he can be with better coaching and a balanced run game. Look, this what I am convinced about yesterday is this coaching staff does not believe in Miles Sanders, and I don't believe in Miles Sanders either. He gets 11, ca- 11 carries yesterday, 45 yards. Look, he's a dancer. He's a dancer out there. This this Miles Sanders doesn't fit what this Sirianni and this coaching staff wants to do for whatever reason. I'm convinced of that. I was surprised that Gainwell only got three touches yesterday. I would have liked to see Muda because you have to run the ball. Uh, Tommy's saying it on Monday morning quarterback and last night on uh, agree to disagree, like throwing the ball is awesome. It's great. It's entertaining. Like you can't get away with this run pass balance being this askew. You can't do it. Uh, uh, Gotta be it's look, it's, it is what it is right now. You know, let, let's just see, watch the games, see how they progress. Let's see if Hertz can can uh, improve. I mean, it, it, what does he play now? Eight games, eight nine games. Yeah, I mean, I, like I think it's still, I think it's still a little early. A lot of quarterbacks take two, three years to develop. I mean, it took Josh Allen two years before, uh, two seasons before he became what he is now. Before he, you know, what he is now. This year he's even better because he's got Emmanuel Sanders to throw the ball to, you know. In addition to Stephon Diggs, so I, you, you look at you look at Buffalo, especially what they did to the Chiefs last night. I mean, he put on a show. Brad, but the Chiefs they, aren't good. They, well, they can't stop anybody. Their defense is terrible. And I think that there's a little bit of a blueprint going around the NFL on how to stop the high-powered Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Well, if you watch the Tampa Bay route last year in the Super Bowl, which, by the way, both of us picked Tampa Bay last year to win that game. Just want to add that. Uh, I had the Chiefs. I can't lie. I thought you picked Tampa Bay. In the later. Super Bowl? No. I love the Chiefs. Oh, okay. I was all Mahomes up. I mean, I thought it was going to be like a passing of the guard type of type of thing. Yeah, I thought I just – when I when they when they shut down New Orleans and Green Bay, I, I thought that they could shut down Kansas City too. So, I, 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 I mean, you know. Whatever. In, in any event, they're they're still going to be. It's it. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are in trouble this year. Well, I mean, it's and and it's Reed too because what teams are doing with Mahomes? No one's blitzing Mahomes. No one. That's that's social suicide. It, it's just not going to work. You can't blitz Patrick Mahomes. He's too good. He's too athletic. Those position. Those pass catchers are too fast and and too skilled. For you to blitz my home. So they're, they're rushing four, rushing three sometimes, dropping everybody in coverage because they don't have a running game now because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a sprained MCL. He's going to be out a couple weeks. So Well, again, that's another example. You can't just throw the ball in every down. You're not going to be good teams in this league by doing that. And, you know, they're not running. And Andy Reid is just not adjusting to teams dropping – you know, everybody in the coverage. Nick Sirianni's pink Kyler. I'm not sold on this RPO offense thing. Neither am I. Because that's that's Sirianni's cop-out. 
to not running the ball. So he, he, he justifies it like, I called a running play, but Hurts checked out of it. That, that doesn't count, Nick. That doesn't count. Here, here's you got to run the ball up the middle. And the red zone, Brad, you got to run the ball up the middle in the red zone. Here's the problem, okay? I mean, do you really want Hurts running the ball between the tackles, though? What happened to no, Jones? I want Miles Sanders running the freaking ball between the tackles. If it's first and 10 on the 10, your first play 12 out of 10 times should be a run up the middle. See what you get. See what happens. Problem is you it, it has to be a running back. You can't let your quarterback try to run it try to run it unless it's like fourth third or fourth down. Look look what happened to Daniel Jones yesterday. You know, fourth and one. Fourth and one, and he goes in there, and of course, and Dallas, Dallas targets him and hits him in the head and knocks him out of the game. Which, by the way, how is that not a penalty? I mean, he hit him probably, in the head. It he probably should have been, but listen, Dallas, I, I got to tell you, I, the Giants got slaughtered anyway. Not that it would have made a difference, but Dallas was getting some ridiculous calls for them. For them, I mean, some of the calls they were making. They had two pass interference plays. One of them was the interception uh, on the on the bomb that. Uh, well, who who's that? What was the clown that came what, in? Uh, uh, that guy's your terrible, team. By the way. Yeah, on your team. Yeah, I'm not there. familiar with your Glennon. Glennon, no, Glennon. Glennon. Oh, your quarterback, Glennon. Okay. Yeah, Glennon. What a clown he is. But in in any event, he throws a bomb, and uh, it was pretty obvious that uh, Dallas, the guy in the Dallas secondary, uh, digs. Pushed off, pushed off to get the interception, and they don't they don't call that pass interference. And then the clown call when it's 27-13 and the Giants are on the two yard line, and then a clown call when they throw the ball to Tony and he gets pushed down, and uh, they don't call pass interference on on a fourth and two play, which was obviously pass interference. And then all the and then those moron announcers Joe Buck and uh, and the ass and his asshole buddy. Uh, Troy Aikman, oh, that's not pass interference. You got to let him play. No, 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 no. How come it's pass interference when somebody does it to Dallas, but when, when Dallas does it to somebody else, it's not pass interference? I mean, they get oh, calls. They oh, always have. They always it's, will. It's a joke. It's a joke. And the one, the one call that evened everything out was the Des Bryant non-catch catch in Green Bay. And what was it? Well, that was a catch. We know. We know that was a catch, which was a catch, a but they got screwed. So you yeah, know. well, they deserve they deserve it because of all the calls they do get. But but it, it no. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I'm digressing to the Giants. I know, but you're fine. Running, the quarterback running the ball can be a very dangerous play because uh, I mean Daniel Jones scores a touchdown, but then gets a concussion. God only knows how long he's going to be out. And look, I was pulling for the Giants yesterday. First of all, anyone but Dallas. The I, had the, were, I had the Giants plus seven yesterday. Rob, the Giants, were in that, that the Giants were in that game. I mean, it's 17-13. It's 17-13 when, uh, when Jones and, uh, and and Galladay and Saquon Barkley, and then you know, all three of them are out. It's 17-13. to And then they still, when it's 27-13 Dallas, you know, they still drove right down the field and were able and, – and were – basically cheated out of a touchdown. You know, it could have been 27-20. That could have been a big difference. You know, instead, the Giants' defense just lets down and lets Dallas walk down the field, and then that's it. Now, and Dallas is better than the Giants. We know that. Dallas is 
by far better than any team in the NFC East this year. But, you know, if the referees are going to just hand them games like that, why bother? <laughs> uh, get some more comments here. Mr. Wing, you've got hurt for, Hurts for two years. Next year's draft class is awful for quarterbacks. Uh, you're 100% right on that. So if you don't have to reach for a quarterback, which you shouldn't do anyway, that's fine. But if Hurts does spit the bit, you made a trade before the season started for Gardner Minishew from Jacksonville. I fully expect there to be an open competition next year between Hertz and Gardner Minshew if Hertz, you know, looks bad. And Rob, I would think that somehow, some way, they will find they will find their quarterback next season. Whether it's free agency, a trade, they'll they'll find their quarterback next. Well, it's season. going to be Watt, the Watson, the the elephant in the room is Watson. Yeah, well, which I fully expect him to be either a Philadelphia Eagle or a Miami Dolphin. He's next he's, year he's, if he's not in jail. He's not going to be in jail. You're probably right about that. What but is he's what get he, suspended? What, he, yeah, my he, point he, is the dust has got to settle with his legal situation. I uh, all, all I'm saying about Deshaun Watson is pigs don't go to jail, Rob. Pigs are just pigs, right? You know, it, it's one thing to be a pig. You don't go to jail for being a pig. Okay, he he didn't assault anybody. So um, I don't know. It sounds like that's to be determined. Whatever. I don't want to get into. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying nobody can really prove that he assaulted anybody. So I whatever. think there's a lot. I think that I think that's a live scenario, so to speak. The Eagles getting Deshaun Watson if Jalen Hurts proves that he's not a franchise quarterback in these 17 games. Yeah, as uh, I said. They'll, they'll, if if there's nobody to draft, they'll find a way to they'll find a way to get a good quarterback. They just will, because they because they because they it's in their DNA to find a quarterback. They they always seem to find somebody somebody that's decent back there. I mean, if they could find find Nick Foles when Carson Wentz goes down, I mean, you know, it's always somebody that they they always seem to find somebody to be a decent quarterback. They got a pick. Remember that? I mean, yep. They just they it always seems like they find somebody who's capable back there. So their quarterback situation will be figured out next year. Uh, Brian Wilson's in the house. Thomas Arnone's in the house. I disagree with the polls of right now. That's from Tommy. Mister Wing RPO is all Foles did to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but Foles is better at reading the defense. I trust Foles more to read the defense and check out of, in and out of plays than I am Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, he, he's got he, he needs to just get the play and go. He needs well, to, one thing about because I, I think this was Carson's downfall. Carson, if you put Carson Carson Wentz in a box and make him read defenses and you know re- reactionary football, that's not his thing. Carson Wentz needs to go out there, be an athlete, be a playmaker. Jalen Hurts needs to go out there, be an athlete, be a playmaker. So I think all this, all this RPO. Checking in and out of this at the line, I think that hurts players like Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. Doesn't help. Does do, what do the Giants do with Jones? Do they, is he up at the line of scrimmage every play, changing everything? Sometimes, but it's every play. It's every play. Well, he doesn't change. He doesn't Sirianni. change. Every, he doesn't change every play, but he he will. He 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 does change the play. He he's capable of reading defenses. I mean, I like. I like what I've seen out of him this year. He's shown me a lot, a lot, a big difference this year. And he's, he's tough. I mean, listen, the guy went up the middle yesterday 
to try to get a touchdown, and he got hammered. Still got in the end zone with a concussion. I mean, he's a tough dude. Give the guys. I got to give the guys some credit. Uh, Mr. Wing, Herbert, and Hertz have similar arm strength. Oh, no, they, no, they don't. No, they don't. No, no. Uh, Steven Rodriguez, Tom Brady has always been franchise. Has always been franchise and not athletic. Or can it? Or can expend. That's plays with true. his legs, extending plays. Yes, but he does it other ways. He, when he was younger, he used to. When he was younger, he used to extend plays with his legs all the time. If you look at, give, tell me a quarterback that's a statue in this league that's uh, that's twenty eight years old or younger. There's not one. No. There's not Daniel Jones. You know he's not a statue back there. He's got he's athletic. Jalen Hurts he's athletic. Lamar Jackson's athletic. Uh, Josh Allen's athletic. Mahomes is athletic. Herbert's Tua, athletic. Tua Tyler Murray's athletic. Two is athletic, although he's two is athletic, but I don't think two two is that good. So, okay, no, I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're absolutely you're, right. I'm just, I'm just making your point. Derek Derek Carr even can move around a little bit. I mean, most most of the quarterbacks in the NFL right now are very very athletic, especially the ones that you said that are uh, either in their primes or before hitting their primes. They all are athletic and they can all move. None of them are are, are, are statues. Nick Sirianni's pink highlighter, Herbert and Hertz, don't belong in the same sentence together. I second the motion. Greg Malakovic, what's up, fellas? We want a pointless game that continues to mask the issues that we have. I won money and I'm still pissed we won. Come on, Greg. You won money. The Eagles won. They're they two and the three. Game. Their heads are above water. You're not one and four. You're not staring one and five in, in the face. Come on, it's not a you're, you're in the game. You're you're it's in the game. Not a pointless win. Come on. Yeah, no win is pointless in, when it's game five. When it's game five. Okay, and they did save their season yesterday. And uh, he, he agrees to the poll. He disagrees to the poll. He's not even close to a franchise guy. Which I agree. Uh, Mr. Wing, best defense against Brady is to keep him off the field. Run the ball. Guess what, guys? Nick Sirianni is not going to run the if ball. If you think they're going to run the ball. Just forget it. Just Tampa forget Bay, it. I'm already over it. There is no way. They're going to they're gonna be throwing. They're going to throw 50 times against Tampa Bay. They they have to. They won't be. Nobody runs the ball on Tampa Bay. I'm I'm over it. And not just against Tampa, against everyone. I mean, if, even, even Dallas, when Dallas played Tampa Bay, they couldn't run the ball on, on, on Tampa Bay. They were They were throwing the ball. I mean, Tampa Bay's defense against the run is just ridiculously good. Nick, he's checking us out on Facebook. He's not a Hurts guy. Benny Nation would be nice if we would step, stop shooting ourselves in the foot with all these penalties. Yeah, and they turn the ball over too. Like that one, Hurts overthrew a, a deep route by a mile and the safety intercepted it. Like that can't happen. What about the free play when he threw it out of bounds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wait, wait a minute. That looked like Eli when he was 39 years old, you know? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, Julio Figueroa, Brady might throw a few picks. His thumb might throw him off. I think that's wishful thinking. I wouldn't put any stock into Tom Brady icing his thumb in a 45-17 to 17 blowout. Of the Miami Dolphins, I would put zero stock into it. 
I, I wouldn't be counting on Tom Brady to be making mistakes against what's a pretty average, realistically speaking, a pretty average Eagles defense. They played well yesterday, but, you know, they've had games where they haven't played so good as well. So Yeah, I remember, and, and remember, I mean, they're – they played. They played a team that was missing our arguably one of the best running backs in the game, who could do it all. He didn't play, so there's there's a big difference. And they also, by the way, Carolina got hammered by Dallas too. So I, I mean, they're. It's not like you're looking at a team that oh my god, you know they they beat a good. If they can find a way to beat a couple of good teams this year, that would go a long way towards me changing my mind about the Eagles and changing my mind about Hurts. But right now, I mean, if you take a look at the NFC West, there's going to be, there's probably going to be three playoff teams in that division right now. I mean, the um, Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Rams are all going to be in the playoffs. You think the Niners, really? Yeah. They I'm not sold on this youth movement they have going on here. Yeah, but they can, they can still, they can run the ball and they can, and they can still, they're still good, def- real good defensively. I'm gonna. I'll concede. I'll concede the Cardinals because they look awesome, and I'll concede the Rams because they look awesome. I can't concede the Niners. So well, I'll as give far as them with there. the Eagles, they're gonna win. They're gonna win tiebreakers against the Eagles because they won that one game. Um, in the schedule, are the Bears gonna be any good? The Bears are three and two. Yeah, are, is that gonna continue? Well, you know how I feel about Justin Fields. Uh, I'm a I believer. I, I I'm starting I'm starting to get there with you, with him. Uh, and, and you look at that division. You know they're not as good as the Packers. I believe they play each other next week, the Packers and the Bears. But you know the Bears, they're better than the Vikings. They're better than the Lions. Yeah, they should they should be able to go four and zero against those two teams. By the way, did you see Dan Campbell crying at his press conference yesterday? No, but <laughs> it doesn't surprise he me. He was crying, weeping. Dan Campbell, the head football coach of the Detroit Lions, weeping openly because they lost on yet another field goal. Oh, guys, they try so hard in practice. I wish they would have won. Like, are you kidding me? Weeping openly? You can't that's weep openly at your press conference. You're the, the, you're, the, you're the head of the table. You're the head football coach. You're crying? That That's like uh, that's almost as bad as uh, Richie Kotite. <laughs> He's probably, he's a little before your time, Rob. But he he did he did stupid stuff like that. Oh you yeah, know? my dad tells me he was a big moron. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. he's not. A, I don't I don't think he's that bad of a football coach, to be honest with you. I mean, you don't have a franchise quarterback. You don't really have much going on in terms of talent, especially on defense. And, and they fight. I mean, you can't cry in your press conference. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, I agree. By the way, what do you think of Kadarius Tony right now? Um, he to- looked really good. Yeah, what we had ten for one eighty nine yesterday. One ninety eight. One ninety eight. He would have hit. He would have hit over two hundred, but he got thrown out because uh, he got <laughs> he got roughed he got roughed up a couple of times, and he decided since the Giants are getting their brains beat in anyway that he was going to start throwing punches. Which I don't blame him because you know what he's he needs to he needs to get a little respect and not allow people to do that to him. So. Good for him. Yeah, and then Judge is scolding him off the field. Like Joe Judge is, he's he's Joe a, Judge. Joe Judge. He I, stinks. I'm, I'm starting to not like him more and more, more and more that I watch him. But uh, Tony looks like the real deal. It may not have been such a bad move for them to trade down to get him. Well, I mean, I think you want it. Whether he's a second round pick or a first round pick, 
the bottom line is if the Giants didn't draft him with the 19th selection, he would not have been available when they when it came time for them to draft him the second time. Yeah, and you you made it you make a trade and you get extra picks. Right. So it wasn't so, so you're it fine. Wasn't so bad. I, and you know what? Again, the way he's looked so far was pretty good. He did a nice job in the Wildcat too. It's amazing these rookie. I mean, Devontae Smith's having a good season. Jamar Chase. By the way, I'm a big Cincinnati Bengals fan this year, Brad. They're, they're a good team. They should have beat the Packers yesterday. I know you well, can say that. that. That field goal kicker. I mean, brutal. Holy smokes, is that bad? And uh, my Buffalo Bills are looking pretty good. Yeah, they they just completely outclassed the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they clowned you know, them yesterday. I'm done with the I'm done with the Chiefs. They're not that good. I keep I keep waiting for them to have like this explosion where they show me that they're a Super Bowl contender. They're not a Super Bowl contender. The Chargers are much better. The Bills are much better. The Ravens are much better. So, you know, the, the Chiefs they, they, they have a lot of work to do. They better they better turn it around soon because. The, the teams in the AFC, there's too many good teams in the AFC right now. For that, they're not going to make it if they're nine and eight. I can tell you right now. Or if they're ten, and, if they're ten and seven, they may have a hard time making it. There's a lot of good quality football. Teams. They remind me of the Phillies in the sense that they have a lot of top tier talent, but then the rest of the guys, they're just not that good. Like nobody can, nobody can make a play besides Tyree Kill. Well, Kelsey. But, Kelsey, but he's he's a tight end. He's not a receiver. No, in my point. But and then they're not running the ball uh, except against the Eagles' stinky run defense with stinky Alex Singleton in the middle. They got a lot of work to do in Kansas City. They are in serious jeopardy of not making the playoffs. Serious yeah, I jeopardy. Would, I would agree. San Diego and Denver both look good. San Diego, uh, Justin Herbert is the truth. San Diego, excuse me, Los Angeles. I right. still call them we San know, Diego. Yeah. The, Chargers. the Chargers are no joke. They are a very good football team. But, I, I mean, mean. They went into Washington and they stuffed them. I mean, yesterday, what a game that was yesterday. 47-42. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a huge win for them. That's a good defense, too. Cleveland, good. Yep. I mean, Cleveland physical is, team. And Cleveland is no, Cleveland Cleveland's no joke. Yeah, you know, and that Justin Herbert boy—he—he he is, he is really, really good. Uh, and then Arizona, the only unbeaten team in the league, they beat San Francisco yesterday. They, and I was impressed with that win because you know they grind it out. They get away from gave them. San Francisco gave them a heck of a battle, though. Yeah, and I was impressed that Kyler Murray and the Cardinals were able to win kind of a defense grind it out game. But that was a big yeah, win for them. Yeah, they they I was I, I was I was pretty impressed that they were able to play a uh, physical game against a team like San Francisco because San Francisco is a very physical football team. That is the one thing they have going in their favor. And then you've got the game tonight between the Ravens and the Colts. Boy, I I, I that's getting ready to kick off. We'll preview that for you a little bit. We got some fantasy stuff uh, rolling in here, Charlie. Hill Gartner down by 26 at Blankenship and Andrew W. Andrews W of L. W or L. Okay, so he has Blankenship and Mark Andrews, and he needs 26 points. I'm going to go ahead and assume you're in a PPR league because everyone uh, 
kind of does PPR these days. 26. So that's. Going to need know. a couple of touchdowns. I think you're, yeah, you're going to need a couple touchdowns from your tight end there, which could happen. He's a good tight end, Mark Andrews. Um, Andrews on Brad, the Ravens. He, he's really good. Yeah, Andrews on the Ravens. Yeah. yeah, I could see, I could see him getting a couple of touchdowns tonight. Uh, Brad, I like the Colts in this game. I'm taking the. I don't know if the Colts are going to win this game outright, but I do. I'll take the seven, seven and a half, depending on your book. It is seven. It's seven to seven and a half. Yeah, that's too. Uh, many. Let me look at it right before here. The uh, that's too many. I, I would take. I would take. Yeah, seven and a half on DraftKings. Yeah, I, I would take the Colts and the points, but I, I think the Ravens are going to win the game. I think it's going to be a close game. Look, and like, may, I guess I'm going to die on this hill with Carson Wentz. I I can't fathom to believe that I saw what I saw in 2017, and now he just stinks. And he can't play anymore. I I, I can't. I think the Colts well, are going to happen. I don't think the Titans are that good in that division. I really don't. Yeah, I know, but you know what? It, it did happen to RG3. It did happen to RG3, yes. But uh, I mean, wouldn't you agree like, that Carson Wentz is a better thrower of the football, just a better pocket quarterback than RG3? She's, you know, RG3 really could do it all. That, that his first couple of years in the his first year in the league until he hurt his knee, he 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 was doing it all, and he was dangerous with his legs and everything. I mean, but it, you know, after he got hurt, and it's a similar situation with Wentz. It's just like it seems like. Ever since he hurt his knee, he's never been quite the same guy. Didn't RG three not start that season as the starter in Washington? Um, you're right. You're right because I like, think Carson I'm went sure, in. I'm pretty sure he came. He 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 started a game. I don't remember who they played against, but his first game he had five touchdown passes, if I remember correctly. And RG three also did. Like he hit the ground running as a rookie. Carson Wentz went eight and eight his rookie year, and then took the jump in right. 2017 with the Eagles. But like well, after he got hurt, after he got hurt, I mean it's the same kind of thing. Both of them after they got hurt, they just they 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 they, they started uh, they started to digress quite a bit. I refuse to believe that Carson Wentz just stinks. He doesn't stink. There's a good quarterback in there. There is. Is there a great quarterback in there? Maybe. Maybe not. But He's not horrendous. He's just not. And I think he shows well tonight, and I'll take the Colts uh, plus seven. Ravens probably win. Don't forget to uh, fill out your lineup on FanUp. Uh, best way to play fantasy sports. No salary caps. Challenge your friends. Use promo code A2D. Get a bunch of free money. Uh, 10,000 plus 15,000. Frankel, uh, flash it up. But, I mean, it's a lot of fun. I haven't won yet on it, but it's so much less stressful to do your team without a salary cap. And you challenge your friends. You get a bunch of free money from all the A2D promo codes that we got. It's just the future of Daily Fantasy. So get on board. I got Lamar Jackson tonight. I got Jonathan Taylor's in my super flex tonight. You get a super flex guy. So you get one and a half times. uh, You get a multiplier of. One and a half times on your. Well, I, lo- I love I love Lamar in fantasy football. Hey, it's no brainer. Uh, he's I mean he must he must get you twenty five to thirty points a game. Uh, yeah, I mean if he's going to go over his rushing posted rushing total every week, I mean it, it's 
<laughs> it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and he's gonna he's gonna throw for he'll throw for two hundred yards. He'll find a way to do that. I mean, he'll get a couple. He'll get a touchdown pass, and he'll run in run one. You're gonna get two two touchdowns out of him, guaranteed. Every are the week. Ravens the best team in the AFC? No, I think the Bills are right now. To be honest with you, Bills. I think well, so. you guys think it's a three horse race between the Bills, the Chargers, and the Ravens, right? Yeah, I was I'm missing right now, someone. Right now, it is. Boy, that Herbert um, man—he's—he's he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I listen. You—you you know, I love Lamar. I—I I, I know. I know. Everybody says he can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball. He seems to throw the ball okay, though. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah, he's—he has, and he's—he's—he throws the ball well enough that they. In the right situation, they could win a Super Bowl with him as quarterback. Listen, you can't say gonna... they can't. you can't say they can't because the Ravens won the Super Bowl when with, with far inferior quarterbacks than him. I mean, are you going to tell me Flacco is better than him, or or the bum they had in uh, two thousand when they beat the Giants, where they really didn't even throw the ball; they just ran, gave the ball to Jamal Lewis every play. I can't remember. Yeah, his and name. play defense. Yeah, when they had like one of the greatest defenses of all time, that that one year that the Giants got slaughtered in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, I don't Steven remember Ru- the guy's name, but he was he was terrible, and they won the Super Bowl. Who Dilfer? Yeah, yeah, Dilf, Trent Dilfer. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was ter- yeah, he was terrible, and they won the Super Bowl anyway. So don't tell me Lamar can't win the Super Bowl. If Dilfer can win a, a Super Bowl, if Jeff Hostetler could win a Super Bowl. If Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl, Lamar Jackson could certainly win a Super Bowl. So we got Colts. We got Ravens. We'll do early leans in a little bit. We got a hockey preview. Season starts tomorrow out of nowhere. NHL start. We got some NHL basketball. is back, baby. Uh, let's get to some baseball here. Um, Brad, the, the Red Sox just blew this game open in the bottom of the third in Fenway. They're up 4 nothing on the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, it's, it's never over in Fenway Park, though. You know that. That's true. But, I mean, these bats are on fire for Boston. They're that's on probably, absolute fire. That's probably because they're cheating again. <laughs> Maybe. Wouldn't put it – listen, I wouldn't put anything past Alex Cora. He's a snake in the grass. I wouldn't put anything past Houston. They're both they're both tried and convicted cheaters, so you know let them both let them both meet in the play let them both meet in the playoffs and hopefully you know they'll get smoked in the world. There's State. JD Martinez. There's another run. JD Martinez smacks it off the monster. Uh, gets a long single out of it because he can't run. But I mean, Boston is off and running. They look to be they're looking to close this this baby out. And eliminating the Tampa Bay Rays, they they are just on fire. The hundred, with the, bats. the hundred win, the hundred win Rays are going to go up in smoke. How about that? But I mean, how many times did I say that? And then I finally cave with, you know, the way they play, they manage their bullpen. You can't do that over 162 games. Well, they did over 162. The problem was the five game, the the, the three, the four games after that. They ran. They ran out of gas. Listen, you got to give them some credit, though. I mean, they 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 had to get rid of. They got rid of Morton, and they they got rid of Blake Snell, and and Glass now got hurt. So you know they lose three pitchers, and they still they still won a hundred games. Yeah, uh, Boston, and then they have these guys. These guys just Boston. Boston's just outplaying them right now. Boston's on fire. 
Hey, look, they blasted Garrett Cole too. And then you got the other, the other, uh, the other series, the American League, uh, Chicago. You get a rain out. You get a rain out in Chicago today. They'll play tomorrow. Uh, White Sox. They stave. Uh, they survive last night. They get a big win. How about a gut one. check? How about a gut check win for the Chicago White Sox? You're down five to one, and on the brink of getting swept, and you come back and you score five runs to take a six-five lead, and then the, and then the Astros come back to tie it six to six, and then they go and they win the game twelve to six anyway. That to me tells me that the the White Sox are growing up. That was a huge win for them. Well, now you can go. Now the rain out helps you because you have to use that fourth guy in terms right. of the starter. So right. now you can go back to Lynn. I know he had a rough go of it in, in game one, but he's a really good pitcher. He's a straight bulldog. I'm a big Lance Lynn fan. Well, and then you get Giolito in game five. Lynn's pitching at home, and Lynn has always been a better pitcher at home than he has been on the road. Did did Rodon pitch at all in this series? Who started game? Who started last night? I'm trying to remember. Was it Cease? Yeah, it was Cease. Cease got killed yesterday. So Rodon, Rodon won't pitch unless he needs to be a long man. Well, they'll probably use him out of the pen. If Lynn runs into any trouble, then they'll they'll, they'll bring him in out of the pen. So I wouldn't count the White Sox out. I wonder what the what, what's the. I wonder what the series price is now that they're down two one. Well, I would not count the White Sox out. That was just to me. If any, if if you've ever for a young team to grow up, you know, and take that next step, they need that gut check win, and they got it last night. I think they're a very dangerous team now. So it looks like they are going to send Rodon out tomorrow. I stand corrected. They're going to start Rodon, and McCullers is going to get the start for Houston, despite the rain out, which I think is a big giant mistake by uh, Larusa. Oh, Rodon? Rodon is starting tomorrow, according to the draft. Was, yeah, but Rodon was terrific this year. I don't know. I think I'm rolling with my ace. And Boston is just piling it on. I don't know. But they got another extra base hit there. That's got to be six, right? So who's um who's getting pounded? Who's getting pounded right now? Uh, who started? I think McClanahan. Is McClanahan still in there? I think McClanahan started. Well, their pitching finally caught up with them. I mean, they're just they're just playing wall ball. I mean, I think that was Renfro just hit it off the fence. Martinez just hit it off the fence. Uh, Verdugo is playing great. Devers and Bogart speak for themselves. They're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough oh, out, especially if they're going to get starts from Pavetta like they did last night. And they're getting innings from Pavetta. I didn't know his ass from his elbow here in Philadelphia, but they're getting great innings. Hey, yeah, Christian maybe. Vasquez. Christian Vasquez is in your eight hole. A little dangerous lineup. Very they've been, dangerous they've been, lineup. They've been so far in the playoffs, no doubt. And to the National League, before we get into our NHL preview and get into some early leans, uh, brought to you by Fan Up and All Campus down on Ocean City Boardwalk. Uh, to answer your question, see if I can get it up here. Box score, Tampa Bay, 
Yeah, I mean, Colin McHugh started the game, or I guess McClanahan started the game. Colin McHugh came in. He got roughed up. and Yeah, it's 5 nothing right now. But, you Chargos. Know, Chargos is, is in now. There was a game this year where Boston had an 8-1 to lead against Tampa Bay in Fenway Park, and Tampa Bay came back and beat him 11-9. to So don't, I wouldn't count the Rays out yet. But it's certainly not looking good for the for the uh, Rays. They definitely can't continue to uh, give up all these runs. Eagles have you know, one. I I don't I don't feel sorry for them. And I, these are two teams that I just can't stand. So it, it, as long as whoever loses loses in humiliating fashion, that's that's fine for me. All right, let's get into early leans. They're kicking the ball off in. Let's do some National League first because we got a really good series out west with the Giants and the Dodgers. Uh, it's 1-1. Scherzer's on the hill tonight. Um, against, I don't know uh, what the – Yeah, against Wood. Against Alex Wood, yes. Um, Wood's had a real good year for them this year. He has, but Scherzer, yeah, Dodgers are at home. Scherzer's been unhittable. I thought Roberts got really lucky in that wild card game pulling Scherzer like he did. I thought that was a, a giant fucking mistake if I've ever seen one. Yeah, but it let's him go four and a third. It worked out. They have a pretty good bullpen, but I mean, well, I would have stuck with. It. I mean, you, you have these horses. There's very few horses in, in terms of starting pitching. I would have. I would have stuck with my horses. Yeah, that was a strange. Uh, that was a strange move. But the Julio. Dodgers are the Dodgers. They've got ta- they got talent everywhere. Uh, Julio Figueroa, uh, Julio Urias. He started last game. They won game two, nine two. Uh, Max Scherzer's on the hill tonight. Nine thirty seven. TBS should be a great one. I don't know who's going to win. You got to think. You got to give the Dodgers an advantage with Scherzer on the hill. Absolutely. But Absolutely. I mean, the Giants—they've they been pitched, pesky all they year. Pitch Bueller yet? He pitched game one and got rough. Game up. one, okay. So I assume they'll he'll be uh, he'll be the game four starter. So yeah, Lamar tries to Lamar tries to scramble. Big third and five here for the Colts defense. Uh, one and three Colts, three and one Ravens. Uh, Brad, the Braves are on the brink of advancing to the NLCS and. I knew one of those teams was going to make a one run between the Cardinals and the Braves. I thought well, I got to tell you, the, the Craig Council really screwed up this game for the uh, for the Brewers today. You take Freddie Peralta out when there's uh, runners on second and third and nobody out, and you have a pinch hitter. I mean, you you couldn't try to suicide squeeze with him. You're taking I love the, the suicide squeeze. You could you couldn't send him up and try to suicide squeeze or safety squeeze or or try to do something like that. I mean, you can't take your starting pitcher who's throwing a shutout. You can't take him out of the game after the fourth inning, and then you bring in you, you bring in I, I can't remember the, the guy's name who they brought in, but he was he was basically your your tank of gasoline. And once again, uh, Jock Peterson comes comes up as a pinch hitter and slams a three run homer. To go with the home run to left field, the other ga- uh, game one, or was it game two? No, game one, he, he had a home run to left field. And then game two, that big base hit to center field. And 
That guy's doing it all. He's three for three. He's a pinch hitter. I mean, coming off the bench to have a guy, that's a weapon to come off the bench. And the Braves, they just have guys everywhere. They added yeah. guys at the deadline. They have guys, you know, in-house that they developed. Max Freed is just really developing into quite a pitcher. And in spite of one of the biggest bonehead plays I have ever seen in a playoff game from Adam Duvall, I don't know if you're able to catch this, but the Braves yeah. had runners on first and third, one out. Okay, and I don't remember who hit the ball, but it was a sacrifice fly, and the ball was almost near the warning track. So, you know, the runner the runner tags up from third, and for some reason, Adam Duvall, who was on first base, decides he's going to tag up and try to go to second. It was Yelich. Yelich makes the, the catch like maybe a step from the warning track. Okay? Duvall decides he's going to try to tag up and go to second base. Meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, the runner on third literally walks, try, just like trotting home, and Duvall got thrown out, and the run didn't count. I mean, why in the world, if you're Adam Duvall, would you be trying to go to second base on a sacrifice fly to left field? I don't know. That's you go halfway, and if the ball's and if the ball's cut off, then, then and you see the ball's going to get cut off, you go back. But you don't make the commitment to just go there like that. That's crazy. I mean, they were lucky they they were lucky they didn't blow that. But I mean, look, the Braves are not going to be an easy out. Whether they play the Giants or I mean, they haven't take officially taken care of business against the Brewers. But I think the Brewers are they're dead. They can't hit, Brad. The Brewers no, have had this reputation for years and years and years about being this great offensive team in that ballpark. And Brad, they can't hit. Oh for no. sixteen with runners Yelich, in scoring position. Yelich is clearly damaged goods as far as his offense is concerned. Clearly, he's not even close to the same. I don't. Uh, maybe it's back. I, I don't know. But you know, he didn't have a very good year this year offensively. No, he did not. And they don't really have anyone. Even he killed. He actually he killed me this year. All right, let's get in some early leans. Way too early preview of Week Six in the NFL uh, lines, according to DraftKings sportsbook. Uh, Thursday night, Brad, uh, Tampa Bay coming into the link, six and a half point favorites. Uh, I tell you, I, I got to lay the lumber. I, I got to lay the lumber as well. Big third down here for the Colts. Yeah, I'd lay the pass lumber. to Jonathan Taylor. Look at that. He's going to pick it up. Wow, he's off to the races. Unbelievable. He's gone. Is that Hines? Yeah, they're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Colts. How about that? A little swing pass. Yep, and the and seventy-six and the yard touchdown. That is Jonathan Taylor. And and the Ravens got caught in a blitz on a screen pass. And you know when you blitz and there's a screen pass, if you can get through the original wall, there's nobody back there. And that's what happened. They all came. You had them all behind the line of scrimmage. Look at that. And and he was able to get past the original wave. And look at the blocking here. I mean, they got they got two for the price of one on that one block. And he's gone. Boy, what speed Taylor has. Look at that. Really good player. Yep. Really good player. And he Jonathan can fly. Taylor. Look, the Colts, they're going to be heard from. They're one in three right now. Look, they lost to the, the Rams. They lost to the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. They lost to Tennessee. And they, they haven't lost any bad teams. They What did they beat? They beat the Dolphins. Okay. Well, everybody's going to beat the Dolphins this year. I think even the Jets are going to beat the Dolphins. So. Uh, speaking of the Dolphins, they're going over to London to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Mm, I think wow. the Jaguars will get their first game. win. We're, I'm, I'm not, we're not even going to – I'm skipping that game. I'm I think the Jaguars get their first win. That game stinks. Brad, your Giants host the Rams. Oh, my God. Of course they do. Uh, the Giants, the Giants are getting ten and a half. They're all banged up. They're all banged up. They've got. They're gonna. I mean, the only thing I would say is I think Slayton and uh, Slayton's coming back. I think. Uh, I think Sterling. Uh, what's his name? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard's coming back too. So they'll get Slayton and Shepard back. They're not gonna have Galladay, but at least they'll have those guys back. Barkley, from what I understand, it's only gonna be a week or two. But he's not going to be playing. I mean, their 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 defense is all beat up. They have, they're got they have, they've had they had ten guys, ten starting players from game one who weren't playing yesterday in the third and fourth quarter. And boy, oh my hockey, my fantasy hockey draft's about to get going here. I have the seventh pick, Brad. But seventh let's get through pick. these. Let's get through these game. Uh, Good one in Baltimore. You may be able to get get Artemi Panarin. I had him last year, and I I won two games the whole year. So I I think I'm targeting a center. It wasn't targeting a center or a goalie. You can't take a goalie in the first round. Well, it's like the pitchers in baseball. The goalies get a lot of points. If you can get Vasilevsky, great. Yeah, but Brad, the goalies are like the pitchers in baseball. Well, you know who you get. You know who you should you know who you should try to get if you can, uh, get get uh, get get uh, Pavel Francouz from he's the starting goalie for the uh, Colorado. Uh, Never Adelaide. even heard of him. The draft starts in five minutes. Brad, well, good one if, in Baltimore next end, Sunday. If he's at the if he's at the end of the draft, I would pick him. Chargers visit the Ravens next week. Chargers three and a half point favorites, or I'm sorry, the Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home. Against the Chargers, big game. Yeah, I, I oh boy. Hmm, I might take the Chargers. Uh, Packers across country, but Packers Bears. I kind of like the Bears here, plus four yeah. and a half at home. Okay, I take. I I I I'd go with that. I go with that. Green Bay's been very inconsistent this year. Uh, the Chiefs. Come east to visit the Washington football team. The win. I don't six and a half point spread. I'm done. I'm done betting on the Chiefs. Done. I had yeah, them against the playing. Ravens. I had them last night against the Bills. I, I keep expecting them to just flex their muscles, and they're just not that good. Yeah, but they're all they they they, they play two elite teams. Now they're playing a lousy a lousy Washington football team. Uh, <laughs> With their with their second string quarterback, I, I like the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs uh, get healthy in Washington. Uh, Bengals Lions. I think the Bengals roll in this one. I think they're a good football team. Oh, I agree with you. They're just they're not quite ready. They're not quite ready to win the division, but they they're vastly improved. Vastly uh, improved. Colts laying ten against the Houston Texans. They'll cover. Minnesota and Carolina. Interesting game in Carolina. Carolina favored by one and a half early in the week. I take Minnesota. Depends if McCaffrey's playing. If McCaffrey's playing, I'll take Carolina. If Some he's not good playing, games. We got Arizona play. visiting Cleveland. Hmm. I like the Cardinals. I like the I, I like the Browns. I think the Browns end that losing streak. Boy, the Colts defense is swarming tonight. 
Yes, they are. They got off to an exceptionally good start. Um, Dallas visits Foxborough. Uh, Patriots four and a half, four and a half point home dogs. I love the Cowboys in this game. Not a, not enough for the doubt against the Dallas Cowboys. Right I don't now. think the, I don't the think Cowboys. the Patriots are good. No, no, the Cowboys. I think they, good. I think they gave their their best shot against uh, Tampa Bay in the rain and Brady's. I think that's the best they can play. Yeah. I'm not sold on Mac Jones. I'm not sold on their defense. I'm not sold on their skill position. I'm not sold on anything Patriots. I like the Cowboys there a lot. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win big in that game. Uh, Raiders visiting Denver. Denver favored Denver. by three at home. I love Denver here. Denver. I don't think the Raiders are good at all. And you know how I feel yeah. about Derek Carr. Yeah, we we both we both thought the Raiders were going to be awful this year. And uh they won three games in a row and had us both nervous that we were wrong, but they're they're starting to prove that they stink just like we thought they did. Uh, the Steelers host the Russell Wilson-less Seattle Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. The Steelers are laying five points at home. I don't have any feel for that game. I got to go with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's uh, got to win that game. Pittsburgh's got to start playing better now. Next Monday night, Brad, right here on the Sports Hounds, we'll be watching the Bills traveling to Tennessee. Pretty good game. Titans, uh, five-and-a-half-point home underdogs in prime time. Hmm. Hmm. You know, last year, I seem to remember that game. Didn't the Titans just destroy Buffalo last year? I'd have to look that up, but a Monday game. I, I mean, the Bills are year. flying. The Bills are flying high, and this is the yes, second game. This is going to be the second game in a row on the road against a good team, and but they they're... really embarrassed. They really embarrassed the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah, last night. Yeah, and they and they and they basically sleptwalked through uh, through a forty to nothing embarrassment against the Texans. So I would lean. I would lean Tennessee plus five and a half. I no. I would take. I would take Tennessee in the points. Buffalo has always had their problems with Tennessee. Boy, how good is Derrick Henry, Brad? He's unbelievable. He's a beast. He's Another three touchdowns yesterday. Leads the league in rushing again. I, I, mean, I can't imagine he doesn't get the three thousand yards. Are nine guy, teams are putting nine guys in the box to try to stop him, and he still. It doesn't matter. And the guy is just – the guy is almost not human. He's so strong. All right, here we go. All right, let's talk some hockey. Let's talk some hockey. My fantasy hockey draft is underway. I'll need your help with this because you're, you're much more of a puckhead than I am. But, Brad, I, I look at – it's got to be Colorado's year, right? You would think so. It, it's all going to depend on the goaltending. I mean, they got rid of – they got rid of uh, the guy they had last year. Uh, I can't remember. Rubauer. And uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go with uh, they're gonna go with Francois, and uh, Francois was really impressive last year. So we'll see what happens. I, I think with Colorado, it, the situation is going to be this: if if their goaltending isn't up to par by the trade deadline, they'll go out and do what they have to do to make sure it is up to par. That is an extremely talented hockey team for the last. Hundred years in a row, I picked Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay finally is going to uh, be dethroned. Uh, they lost too many grit guys, and and I just you know when they when they weren't winning the Stanley Cup, the problem was they didn't have enough grit. They lose Gaudreau. Uh, 
that that to me was a huge loss for them. They've lost a lot. They they've lost a lot in, in losing Gaudreau. Uh, the other two guys that they had, they they lost a couple of physical defensemen. I just don't think that they're going to win the Stanley Cup again this year. I think that they are going to win that division, uh, the Atlantic Division. I think Toronto comes in second, Florida comes in third. I like Florida. I just took Vasilevsky with my first pick. Oh, Vasilevsky's the best goalie in the in the NHL. Yeah, so I got my I got my goalie. You know, it's kind of like the scoring system's kind of like the baseball pitchers. If you have a goalie that can play most of the games, he's going to get you a lot of points. Well, he's going to play. He's going to play sixty to sixty-five games. He's going to win most of them, and he may even pick up a couple of assists for you too. <laughs> so, and, and he's really, going really to get six to, and he's going to get between six and eight shutouts too. So, I really want to get my man Barkov here on on the way back. He was the only guy that got me any points last year. My team went two and thirteen last year, Brad. It was terrible. Well it wasn't Panarin, Bar- it, it wasn't Alexander Barkov's fault though. Well the only reason you got hurt with Panarin is because of that stupid stuff with uh with, with I would pick him again. Listen, yeah he's he's great. Listen if you're gonna pick a Ranger, Zabanajad and uh Panarin are the guys to pick. If you could listen if if you're down low and you want a Ranger sleeper uh, a couple of guys uh either Capo Caco or uh Ryan Strom. So we were talking in the in the mid rounds, uh, mid to late rounds. If they're available, yeah, I got you. We were talking in the in pre show about the Metropolitan Division, and okay, uh, Metropolitan it, Division. It kind of looks like it's going to be tough sledding for the Flyers. They're going to have it. I think that they're going to come in sixth. I think they'll finish ahead of the of the Devils, and I think they'll finish ahead of the Blue Jackets. But that division is just really tough. You got the Islanders. You've got Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh, the Rangers. It's going to be it's going to be really really hard. I like the Islanders to win the division. Uh, I like Carolina to come in second. I think the Rangers are going to come in third uh, in in this one. And the two wild cards from the East are going to be uh, the Capitals and the Bruins. Uh, in the West, uh, in the Midwest, or whatever conference you want to call it. The Avalanche win that division. Uh, the Wild come in second. Stars come in third. Uh, in the in the Pacific Division, Vegas has a cakewalk. They should win the division easily. I like the Oilers to come in second, and I know the Kraken have some have some uh, COVID issues to start the season, but I think they're going to come in third. That Pacific is just so bad. I don't think I don't think Los Angeles is ready to make the playoffs yet, and. Uh, San Jose and Anaheim are train wrecks, and Calgary just doesn't have enough talent. Uh, I think the Blues and the Blackhawks are going to be your uh, your two wild card teams. That's a team um, that I have my eye on is the Blackhawks because you got Blackhawks made some made some interesting moves. Uh, they well, they really got the did. defense. They got the defenseman right. Yes, they did, and they also they got they Seth also, Jones. Yeah, they got Seth Jones, who was. Arguably one of the top the top ten defensemen in the NHL, who can score, he can drop the gloves, he's physical, he can do it all. He can also co- he can also run a power play, kill penalties. I mean he's he he he's always a uh, he's always going to be in the conversation for the Norris every year. That's the kind of player he is. And uh, you know they also pick up. I goalie did they pick up was he? I, they picked up a was it Leonard or was it Brubauer? I can't remember now. But I, they picked up one of those two as a goalie. I think it was I think it was Leonard. So 
they're going to be real solid in goal now. And uh, Chicago has done a lot of uh, has done a lot of adjusting, adjusting, and I think they're gearing up for one last playoff push uh, with Kane and Taze on the team. And uh, I think they're going to get there. I don't think that they're going to necessarily go very far unless it depends on who they end up having to play in the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, most likely they're going to either have to play Vegas or they're going to have to play Colorado. And I don't see them beating either one of those teams. So I, they'll make the playoffs this year. Uh, St. Louis, who knows? Who knows? I do expect some improvement. They did get Pavel Buchnevich from the Rangers. Uh, they traded physical Sammy Bly to the uh, to the Rangers so that the Rangers could get some muscle. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich should really help them with their offense because they were hurting a little bit. I like St. Louis to get there too. St. Louis could could actually make some noise if they uh, against Vegas or you know or the Avs. They really could. I I don't think they can beat either one in a playoff series, but they could be tough against either one of those teams. Uh, ultimately, Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, I got the Islanders, and I got Colorado, and I got Colorado winning the whole thing. I know Colorado's goaltending might be a little bit questionable right now. About you know who's gonna about if if either of the two goaltenders, uh, whether it's Kemper or or Francois, whether they can uh, take them all the way. I think if they have a pro, if if they're good enough which I expect that they would be. If those goalies aren't getting the job done, I'm pretty sure you will find that Colorado will go out and, and get themselves a goaltender, and uh, they're going to win the Cup this year. That so, team's just too good. They kept it together. You know, they, they wisely re-signed Gabriel Landeskog, who I was hoping was going to be a Ranger this year. But, you know, I, I think a lot of teams were hoping they become what, he'd become one of their players, but he, he's, he's a tremendous player. They were able to keep him. And uh, I don't think Colorado makes any mistakes anymore. I think this time they're they're old enough now, and they're they're ready to win the cup. Yeah, you know, I'm going to say if not now, when? Yeah, I mean they're knocking on the four step boy. Uh, they're on Monday Night Football. Carson Wentz playing. He's going up and down the field on this Ravens defense, playing a really good football game thus far. Seven nothing Colts. Yeah, the Ravens have come out flat. Um, but Brad, what, to the Flyers and back to the Metro, it's like okay. this is a pretty good division. Oh, it's but a very like, good division. But I just don't see it from the Flyers. They're just such a mad team. I mean, I well, still don't know what Travis Connect. I still don't know what Travis Konechny is. Morgan they Frost. Of, they made a lot of moves. Okay, um, I I, I kind of like what they did defensively. Uh, but I, I don't know if I don't know if they're going to score enough. They traded Voracek, which I guess was a was a good. I I mean I know a lot of people don't really like Voracek, but you know they, they they get a guy they get a guy who's a good player, but he could get hurt, I and mean, he that that's always been a problem. Uh, I, I just don't, I I don't know with the Flyers right now. I don't who is uh what's what's the goalie going to be like? I don't know. Makes me nervous. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the rookie year, he, he, he's phenomenal. And then last year, you know, he, he couldn't stop a football half the time. You know, and and, and the fact that the fact that I know they got set, they got, uh, what's his name, Martin Jones from uh, San Jose. Yeah, he's had a very good preseason, as has Cam Atkinson, who they brought in for Jake check. Yeah, but the problem with Cam Atkinson, and Cam Atkinson is – is one of those grinding type players who I personally love, 
But Cam Atkinson the last couple of years seems to always get hurt. You know, he wants to play big, and he's just he's not really big enough to play big. Uh, scores a lot of goals. That he does do. But uh, is he better than Jake Voracek? I, mean, I, I just don't know that they got better trading Voracek for Atkinson. I don't know about that. You know, I know Atkinson only makes uh, $6.8 million, and I think Voracek makes eight. So the Flyers were able to save a little money with the uh, – as far as the as far as the salary cap was concerned, so maybe that was part of it. Uh, I don't know if that makes the Flyers better, though. You know, Giroux is aging. I, I just don't know with that team. They last year they they had games where they just looked tremendous, and then they had some games where they just looked horrible. Quite frankly, I mean, those two games that they lost to the Rangers, nine nothing and eight to three. Yeah, I mean, yes. Jeez, the Rangers weren't even a playoff team last year. Will the Rangers be a playoff team this year? Oh, I think they're definitely going to be a playoff team this year. I, I like what they did. They, you know, they were the softest team in the league last year, and they went and they got bullied by everybody. Uh, that's not going to happen now. They're pretty tough to play against. They got some, they got some muscle on their team. They're their third line. They have Gaudreau on it. Uh, it looks like Gautier is uh, beat out Kratzoff for uh, to be on the third line, and. Uh, did Wentz just fumble and the Ravens recover? Yeah. Uh, well, that's what that's called. That's Wentz for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, let me get, let's get, where were we again? The Rangers. The Ra- well, you look at what the Rangers had last year. They had Adam Fox, who was phenomenal. Adam Fox won the Norris. He was phenomenal. Uh, Artemi Panarin, unfortunately, missed like a dozen games. Because of the crap with Putin, and then he had a hide, so that 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 really hurt him. And then they lost him at the end of the season because Wilson ragdolled him. So, and of course, the Rangers have had that in mind. Uh, Matt Martin basically uh, cheap shotted Jason Jacob Truba. So the Rangers had to get some tough some, some tough players on their team so that that would stop happening. So they bring in Bly, they bring in Gaudreau, and then they bring in, of course, the beast of the NHL, Ryan Reeves. So they've made the proper uh, they've made the proper adjustments to their team. They are now a very nasty team and a very physical team to have to play against. Uh, they they also got got to, they brought in a defenseman who escapes his name escapes me. He's a number five defenseman, but he's way better than Brendan Smith. So uh, and he's going to play with the with with the rookie uh, Nils Lundqvist, which should be very interesting. Uh, Nemeth Patrick Nemeth. All right, him. so on the fantasy hockey team, I have Barkov, I have Landon, Landon, Landon Skog yeah. in Colorado, and I have Vaskaleski. So wow. we, we nice. got a good team. We got a nice. good team shaping up here. Nice. But I mean, and then you go to the Penguins, sticking with the Metropolitan. Like, the I, I think, well, first of all, I think Malco, Malkin is getting really old. We do this every year, though, on the Sports Hounds in our NHL preview with the Penguins. We I hate yeah, their guts, but, but and I want to see them lose. And you hate their guts and want to see them lose. But every yeah. year we get to playoff time, we're like, oh, guess we were wrong about the Penguins again. Yeah, but what happened in the first round of the playoffs last year? They got destroyed. So, and now, and now they, you know, they they're going to have to go with Tristan Jarry. They're not going to have uh, Casey DeSmith to 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 back him up and save him when he uh, goes on one of his open window runs. Uh, in goal. So, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Tristan Jarry. I, li- I like the Smith. I was very surprised they let him go. 
I, I don't think the Penguins are going to make the playoffs this year. They're, they, at this point, Crosby is, what, 32, 33 now? Yeah, he's he's a little banged up. I mean. Yeah, and he's banged up. I don't think he's going to start the season. Malkoff, Malkin, excuse me. Malkin is 37 now. How much more do these guys have in the uh, in the tank? Uh, Trump 2020, he wants to know what the Knights will do this year. The Knights are going to win that division. The, the Knights could win that division benching half their team. Okay, that division, the Pacific division, is so bad it's an embarrassment to the NHL, to be quite frank with you. But they'll win that division, and I think they can get to the uh, – I think they very easily could get to the conference finals. They're always a dangerous team, and uh, I would expect nothing less. They're, they will be uh, they will be Colorado's uh, opponent this year, as far as playing in the uh, in the conference finals. I believe. It seems like Brad, the Eastern Conference, now that we're back to normal, is a, a far superior conference to the Western Conference. Is that fair? At this, at this point, yeah. I mean, it hadn't been like that for a long time, but uh, the times have changed. Okay, uh, Montreal, who got to the conference finals, got, I'm sorry, got to the Stanley Cup finals last year, and really, uh, you know, I I predicted that they would be the my dark horse team. I don't think they got any shot. I mean, Carey Price is uh, is detoxing right now, and uh, you know, you're not going to see you're not going to see Shea Weber this season. Yeah, that that's those, those you, you can't lose guys of that caliber when you're not when you're a more when you were a marginal team and expect to be able to uh, to make the playoffs again. I, I just don't see it. The, you know the the Eastern Conference is too tough. Not only I need four defensemen, two goalie and a bench. What do you think about the What do you think about the Devils this year, Brad? Because I got Doug Hamilton, Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton is a really good offensive defenseman. He's not very good defensively. Um, I was never a big fan of his, to be honest with you. I, I think he's, I think he's a one-way player. He's real good on the power play, but I, I've never really been a big fan of his. Uh, PK Subban is is a cheap shot scumbag. And by the way, you slew-footed the wrong guy, dude. You slew-footed Ryan Reeves, really, you, and you didn't put him out for the season. He'll be back, and you know what? Unless he's unless he's your boy, he's going to kick your ass. So I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Subban develops a, uh, you know, a, a, an upset stomach before uh, the next time the Devils play the now, Rangers. I'm sitting here in the fourth round, Brad, and okay. John Who's Tavares is still on the board. No, stay away from him. You don't like him? Well, not because he. What he about your What about your boy? Here. What about your boy in New York? Your goalie, Shiston Kirk. Shisterkin? Yeah. Is he good? He's going to play most of the games. I think he's pretty good. You know what? I'm going to grab him because last year I didn't have any goalies and it and it killed me. Well, he's going to he's going. To, I'll tell you what. One thing he can he might even score a goal for you because he's terrific with stick handling. He's going to he's going to probably play 50 to 60 games this year. I, I like him. I think he's really good. He can't. He was really good last year. I think he's going to be even better this year. What about Jake Gunsel? Getzel. He got COVID right now. Getzel is on the Penguins. Correct. Yeah, he scored. I think he's – did he score? No, he's You think he's a good pick? Huh? Who, what, you think he's a good pick? No. Who else is available? What about Elias Peterson on Vancouver? Oh, I like him. Okay. We'll I add like him, him to the queue. I like him. Uh, 
Stan Cook. I'm not picking. I don't even know who Kyle Connor is. Kyle Connor's good. He can score. All right, we'll add him to the queue. Like Anzi Kopitar. I mean, I already have a bunch of centers. He's old. Stamkos old. is old. Stamkos will score. I just don't know how healthy he's going to be. Um, what defensemen are available? Arnell Nurse is available. Not good enough offensively. Christian Jerry's the he's the goalie for the uh he's the goalie for the penguins i i wouldn't trust him i would take shesterkin before i took tristan jerry I, well, I already have shesterkin i just oh, okay. picked, i just picked him he's in there yeah. he's he's solid you'll you'll you you will not be disappointed i think the rangers are going to make the playoffs and uh, taylor hall on boston taylor hall should score some goals he should definitely score some goals uh he's a winger i don't have any wingers really, here the only problem with Taylor Hall is he's not on the perfection line. I don't know who the center is going to be for Boston now that uh, – now that what, what's his name? Uh, who's their center? Who's that set? That center he, he is gone. He's uh, he's he's in uh, Czechoslovakia now. Oh, look at the Colts. They are running all over the Ravens. They really are. Johnny Gaudreau, I'm not – Johnny Gaudreau is not a is not a bad. He's a center, right? He's a winger. Oh, he's a winger now. Okay, you could you could uh, you could do a lot worse than him though. He'll get his 60, 70 points. What about Alex Pietrangelo on Vegas? Pietrangelo, the uh, of oh, the defenseman. Yeah, I like him. I like him. His problem last year, he got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, he wasn't healthy. Yeah, he was hurt last year. Is Vancouver any good? They've got a lot of good young players. Thatcher Demko, is he a good goalie? He's okay. I wouldn't draft him. I, oh, I we got to get Barzell. Like got to get Barzell on the queue. Is for, oh, Barzell's available. You have to take him. I mean, Provorov should have a good year, right? You would think so. Provorov's a good offensive defenseman. So how do you see the Metropole? What are the, are the Flyers? Obviously, they're not top three. I don't think they're top three either. I think. I mean, I think they could. I think they could. I think they could get a wild card. I mean, if they if they stay healthy and who are your who are your three in the Metropolitan? The uh, Islanders, Carolina, and the Rangers. That's right, Carolina. They're always tough. Is Aho available? Nah, he is a second round guy. Oh, okay. Well, I thought I'd just... <laughs> Look at this. Roop Hints on the Dallas Stars. That's a great name. Yes. I don't know who he is. I never heard of him. Right. You never heard of him? Oh, Jason Robertson. He told Rob Povia of the Hockey Happy Hour told me he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Oh, I don't know about that, but okay. Uh, Patrick Lyonet, he's on... He's on Columbus. He's on Columbus. Now. I don't like that. He he can score, but you know what? He's he's a weirdo though. He, he'll he's capable of scoring 40, 50 goals, but I don't know if, how hard he's going to play. You know, he's one of those Tor- Tortorella's gone, but you know <laughs> that may not be good. If Tortorella was actually coaching that team, I think he'd be he'd be better. Now you know what? He'll be good because this is his walk year. Who's that? Line A. 
This is his walk year. It may not be that may not be a bad choice. What other choices do you have? All right, I'm getting I got two picks to my turn. So you like Kyle Con- Kyle Connor on the uh Let me look him up. Okay? I'll tell you what he did real quick. No, I got to I got to regroup here. I got to regroup. So like the Flyers are better than New Jersey. Like, are the Flyers oh, yeah. fourth in the in the Metropolitan? Is that fair? Are they better than the Penguins? Are they yes, better than I think the they Devils? are. I think they are. Kyle Connor. If, if Kyle Connor is available, you should grab him. His last year, his uh, 2019-2020, he scored 38 goals and 35 assists. Last year in 56 games, 26 goals, 24 assists. That's your guy. All right. So we got the winner. We got a winger. Get grab him if he's available. Uh, Matthew Kachuk on Calgary. Frederick Anderson, isn't that that clown that played goalie for the uh, Maple Leafs? Yeah, for the Leafs. Yeah, I'm not picking him. Matthew Matthew Kachuk is a is a real nasty player. I always liked him. As far as scoring, uh, I I I can look it up real quick. I I I have it right here. Projected to have 26 goals and 40 assists. Oh, then you, you could take him, too. I like Kyle Connor, though. Well, we got him already. Okay. I need, some, def- I need some defense. Who's available? I mean, Connor will give you 40, could give you 40 goals this year easily, especially if he's playing with Dubois for a whole season. Morgan Riley is available. I mean, he's only got projected to have eight goals. Nah, I, I wouldn't take him. Quinn Hughes, no. No. Charlie McAvoy, no. Oh, Charlie McAvoy is not bad. I don't All know right. if he scores enough for you. I mean, they're defense guys, so like, I will take a chance on him. Let me let me check let me check his stats last year. I know he had, he got injured. And you like you like Grubauer on the uh, oh, Seattle, I always, right? I always liked him. I always liked him. I was shocked that I was shocked that the Av let him go. Uh, Chris Letang is old. McAvoy is not good enough offensively. I wouldn't take him. You could take a shot with you could take a shot with uh, Letang, but he gets hurt a lot. That's the only problem. Yeah, no, I don't want any penguins. Heskinen on Dallas, I like him. I don't really, I don't know who he is. I mean, I don't watch Dallas all that much, so that that's hard. That's kind of hard. That's a hard one for me. Um, all right. How many defensemen do you have to get? Four. Four. Peter Angelo is Pierre is Peter Angelo still available? Um, I'm sure he went. I don't know. Let's move on. Let's let's get okay. into some Ben Simmons stuff because okay. it, it looks it looks like Ben Simmons is going to grace the Philadelphia 76ers with his presence because he saw how much he's getting fined for missing these preseason games, three hundred thousand dollars a game, and him and his super agent Rich Paul are are, are backtrack. He's yeah, such well, a loser cuz now he's got no heart, Brad, and this just proves it even more. He's got no heart. 
because well, the problem, the problem he's is only he's showing up so he doesn't get fined. All he cares about is money. He's got no heart. Yeah, he's gonna. He's you can't gonna have him on this basketball team if you're the Sixers, can you? Well, you know what? If 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 the players and in, in the locker room take him back, and uh, they just might, you know, I mean, these guys are players that if 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 they ta- if if they welcome him back, listen, he's gonna have a tough time with the fans. That's gonna be that's gonna be the problem for him. If he can get if he can get through the early season and not get booed, uh, you know, and, and Get thick skin and not and not worry about getting booed for a while. Go out there and just play his game and shut up and not say anything stupid in, in the press. He'll be okay. It, look, I, I equate him to Stanton on the uh, Yankees. Okay, Stanton came in making all this money, didn't do shit. Was injured for two seasons. This season, early in the season, he was getting booed relentlessly. You know what? Came out, played well. Everybody, he always forget. He had a great playoff game. All's forgiven. That's what Simmons is going to have to do. He's going to have to roll up his socks, roll up his, uh, you know, roll up his, uh, his his sleeves, and 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 just play, and keep his mouth shut, and understand that he's pissed off a lot of people, and the only way he's going to get back into anybody's good graces is to shut up and play the game. That that's what he's going to have to do. You know, and, and and not listen, not read the paper, not read the newspaper, stay off the internet, and just play. And if he does that, he'll be fine. I don't know. I, I just, you see the comments from Joel. And, you see the comments from Joel Embiid after he, he's trying to force his way out. First off, why is he even trying to force himself a trade? And there's Carson Wentz getting absolutely laid out by the Ravens defense. There, um, this is going to be a good game on Monday Night Football here, but. Ben Simmons, he, he's created this illusion in his mind. He has this sickness in his brain that he's a victim. He's, he's got four victim. years. He's got four years left on a max contract. He got a max contract before Joel Embiid. So, which indicates to the players, the organization, and the fans that Ben Simmons is the building block of the franchise, not Joel Embiid. Obviously, that's out the window now because Joel Embiid is a top five player and Ben Simmons is a big wimp. But he was coddled by the coach, Brett Brown. I mean, Doc Rivers comes in and he tries to light a fire under his ass to try and get the most out of him. And he cries. And he just, and he just completely shut down. And, and he has no interest in improving his game. He has no interest in developing a jump shot, a mid-range game. He has no interest in improving his free throw percentage. He has no interest in being aggressive on a a nightly consistent basis. Uh, I don't get it, man. I said it before. I mean, uh, Ben, uh, it's just so frustrating. What they they should do with Simmons, quite honestly, is move him to forward and get the ball out of But he sour pusses, Brad. He sour pusses when he's not the primary focal point of the offense. Well, too bad. He doesn't he doesn't have a jump shot. He can't be point guard if he doesn't if he's not going to shoot. I hear you. That's I mean that's that's it. Listen. The Sixers still hold all the cards. Okay? If he doesn't go into a game or if he starts or or if he starts tanking, they can suspend him for conduct detrimental to the team. So he's going to have not- to go in there. He, he's going to have to go in there, and he's going to have to do what Rivers says. 
I think they should make a make him a power forward and let him play down low, and use his size and his strength to go under the basket. Brad, I don't think he. I don't think he plays. You don't think he plays him, or you, you think he's going to? I don't not... think he plays here. I think they're well, going to work something out. They're going to work something out to where. What are you going to do? Trade him for like Kyrie Irving or something, and then have Kyrie Irving come here, refuse refuse to uh, get his COVID shot, and not be able to play in any of the games. I mean, but I would do that trade in five seconds if I'm the Sixers. I, mean, I, I, get, I, I guess. Look, Philadelphia does not have a virus mandate like New York does and Brooklyn does. No, which they just passed something that they gave them. That I forget. They because the Brooklyn practice facility is considered a private office, so he can he can uh, practice with the there. team. Yeah, but can he play? Can he play in the games there? I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, but he I, could play if he was a Sixer. He could play at the Wells Fargo Center. They don't have as a strict. Of I mean, that, that listen, a vaccine Nets, mandate. That I mean, that might be that might be something the Nets might look at. You know, as as crazy as it might be for those two to make a trade, that might actually work out. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, Rob. Sixer fans are probably laughing in my face about that one, but I don't know. I it's, no, it's, I don't think it's it's. It's that's that's the best scenario because, look, you trade into the Pacers, you get Malcolm Brogdon and uh, Chris LeVert, who are they're decent players, but the, the potential with but ben, he doesn't have to shoot. Listen, he doesn't have to shoot if he's on the Nets. He's, if he wants to pass the ball all the time, he can he can pass it to Harden or he can pass it to uh, to Durant. I mean, or, or Harris. I mean, you got you got guys, you got some real good shooters on that team. So, you know, and they could actually use. A player that plays defense really badly, as you know, you know, and in big spots, in big spots, James Harden could could be the point guard in, in a big spot, and Ben Simmons doesn't even have to be on the floor if they start fouling. If he's on the Nets, though, he's just he's like the Rajon Rondo of uh, you know the big, but then he's part of the big, he's part of the big three. Right, but he doesn't have to score because they got other guys on the team. They're loaded offensively. They got enough guys that can score. I mean, they and, and then he wants to perpetrate this nonsense, Brad, that he can't play with Joel Embiid because, you know, Joel yeah. Embiid, you know, clogs up the middle because he's a center, which is total nonsense. Mm. Well, Durant is going to clog up the middle too. I hate to tell you, but you know, I think I think we got so, a clue. So, Harden may not. Harden likes to shoot. Harden likes to shoot threes. But I mean, Durant likes to play inside, and you know, so does uh, Blake Griffin. And uh, I don't know. I think he might. I think that's the one trade that might work, though, for both teams. I, I don't know that those two teams would ever trade trade with each other because if 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 one of the other if either one of the teams got a big advantage, they'd never hear the end of it. But that could be a uh, solution to a, a problem both teams are having right now. And I don't even know how good the Sixers are going to be. To be honest with you, they're going to make the playoffs. But oh, they're a good. They're still a good team. Come on. They I still, don't know. I don't look. And you know how I feel about the win, Sixers. They're going to win like fifty-five games. Come on. I mean, they get to play the whole league now. You know, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a full season. They'll still win, you know, fifty-five games. They could still play defense. 
you know, and they still they they're still loaded with talent. I mean, that's a good that's a good basketball team. If they really don't want Simmons, they'll find somebody to take him. I just how, don't know what it is exactly they him, want. How can you bring him back? How can you bring know. him back? I mean, look, his buddies on the team, Tobias Harris and Beat. I guess they're not his buddies because he, you know he kind of told them to go fuck off when they tried to go out and be like, "Oh Ben, like what's going on? We got this team here. We got a good team. We got a good coach." Like we're trying to we're trying to avenge last season's embarrassment to the Hawks, and Ben Simmons is just like, no, nah, you know what? Don't even come. I'm good. It's like, what? And then you have after the comments he was that sulk, you know he was he was sulking. That's that's basically that's basically it. He but I mean, and B lit him up, Brad. Yeah, and well, B lit him up on media and, day, and he has maybe it was right after to. media day. He says yeah. everything we've done since I've been here is to coddle this guy Ben Simmons. We let we let go of Jimmy Butler because of Ben Simmons, which I thought he's Joel Embiid says said was a mistake. You know, you held oh, on to a cult coach two years too long in Brett Brown to coddle to Ben Simmons. You know, you bring in guys that uh, JJ Redick and these guys that just stand on the perimeter and shoot to appease Ben Simmons. So, like, what more does he want? How can you want out of here? I mean. Again, I'm just thinking of trade scenarios that might that might work, you know, because I would think that Brooklyn would probably want to trade, but at this point might want to trade Kyrie. I I, I just don't see why Kyrie would want to. But if if he's not going to get a shot and he's going to be an idiot, okay, then you know the Nets aren't going to have him for at least forty games, forty one games. He's not going to play in the, any any of the Toronto games, so that's at least forty three games that he can't play. So I mean, it, it, what's the point in having a guy that's only going to play forty three? That's if he's healthy. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, that's not that's not necessarily always the case with him. Yeah, and then he disappears, and he's just you yeah. Know, he's a little. He's kind of he's kind of strange, but he when he's on the court, he's a tremendous player, and he's not afraid to shoot. He's a tremendous, tremendous player. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because you already have a, a franchise that's a bunch of losers in the Sixers. They told you they you had this the with whole, the with the exception with the exception of the man in the middle. Yeah, they got him beat. So he's, five he's, years he's, ago, he's they told the fans that they let an analytics dork like Sam Hinkie totally hijack the franchise, and they told me that and and the great Sixers fans in Philadelphia, educated basketball fan base in Philadelphia, they love their basketball. Now we're labeled as a football town because we're rabid about our Eagles, but uh, the roots of sports in basketball in Philadelphia is is just parallel to none, really. So you 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 tell these fans that oh the only way you can win a championship in this league is if you have a bunch of you lose a bunch of games on purpose to get a bunch of assets. Okay, that's not so, that's not that's not entirely that's not entirely incorrect though. But it's not. But Brad, since the process started in Philadelphia, the Hawks have been to the Eastern Conference Finals twice, and the Sixers have been to the Eastern Conference Finals zero times. The Sixers lost in the second round with Andrew Bynum and Andre Iguodala, and they still lose in the second round with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Nothing changed, and you embarrassed yourself for if they how many years? If they didn't trade. If they didn't trade Butler, 
But then Butler didn't want to stay because the Simmons Butler didn't want to stay because Ben Simmons he told the Sixers management that Ben Simmons was a big pussy, and Sixers management sided with Ben. Bad move there. But look, at this point, I mean, there are obviously are there are teams that will take Ben Simmons. You know that. It's not like it's not like they can't trade him. Their their GM is being is playing hardball with them. I don't know if it's because they want to keep him or they're just teaching him a lesson and will eventually trade him. I mean, look at look at Harden. Okay, same situation last year with Houston. They eventually they eventually traded him. You know, Harden got his got his uh got his way and he got traded out of there. He wanted to go play with uh his buddy Durant in, in Brooklyn. He got his way. So I mean he'll they'll the, the bottom line is they're not, the Sixers are not going to just trade him to appease him. They're going to trade if they trade him, they want to trade him and improve their basketball. No, team. You're, that's not that ship has sailed big time. No, it hasn't because Simmons signed a contract and he he has to play. Who in their right mind would trade for Ben Simmons right now, Brad? What about the Clippers? I mean, what are you giving me back? I don't even care. I don't even care, actually. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's on their team anymore. But I, you I have to make the. You understand in the NBA, you have to make the money match. Right. Do they have any big money guys still? You have Kawhi who's sitting out because he has right. a torn ACL. Right. Well, they're not going to do that. And but. you have Paul George, but why would you give Paul George for Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons is a wimp. He stinks. He's a total stiff. Maybe they can. Maybe they think they can change him. I, there's look. You you might even be able to get him to Portland. You may. You're not going to get. You're not going to get the guy you want out of Portland. I mean, Dame isn't coming here for for Simmons, but maybe CJ McCollum could get comes back in a deal like that. I mean, I, I'm just money, at, a loss at least the money is at least the money is closer. Just like I mean, Brogdon and Lavert, that package in, intrigues me. Well, Certainly good. intrigues me because uh, yeah, Brogdon can fill the Brogdon can fill the void defensively. Yeah, Lavert can score, and Lavert can score. Yeah, Lavert is good. I, I always like Lavert. I mean, he's real good. I, I mean, if you could pull that, I just don't. I don't know. I don't know if if a. Uh, Levert, Levert's going to be available though. That's, I mean, I listen. I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't trade him if I were them. But you never know. But, but there, listen, there's plenty of teams that would take Ben Simmons. I guarantee he, he's not. He's he's not a bad player. He's just weird. He's just really, really weird. I think if he went to the Midwest, I think that would be his best move. Because the fans aren't as nasty in the Midwest as they are on the East Coast, on the in the East, and uh, you know if he goes out to LA and he starts screwing up, they'll they'll really let him have it because they're nasty those fans in LA. Yeah, I've seen Dodger fans in action, and I assume they're all the same out there. So <laughs> I think that would be that would be a tough move. But you know, like him going say to uh, to say Utah. I I don't know if there's a match there, but it, it may, maybe Utah or. If he went to Memphis, there there are teams that could definitely use him. See, he can get you to the playoffs. He's just not a, the kind of guy that's going to get you 
very far in the playoffs unless you got other guy, you know, at least two to three other guys that can make up for the scoring. And uh, and make sure that he plays another position in the closing minutes of a game, so they don't, so he doesn't get fouled every uh, time he touches the ball. Because he killed he he was he killed the Sixers last year with his foul shooting. I mean, it got embarrassing after a while. I mean, he lost a couple of games by himself against Atlanta for sure. Yeah, and he's passing up. Dunk. I don't know. It should be interesting. It should be really interesting to see how this thing. Ultimately plays out if he if will he be welcome. The fans aren't going to welcome him. He's got it. Do we just wait? Are, are you reading this Ryan Brodo comment here? That Gruden just quit. Really? Did that really happen? I he would quit. imagine. I mean, I know he got himself in a little bit of hot water from. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. He, Parting ways he, after he, I use some. Not so nice language to describe Damara Smith, the head of the Players Union, uh, or the Players Association. He made that comment 10 years ago. Well, it came out, and you know how it is. So the Raiders and him, they're they're parting ways. Wow. Where he quit, I don't know. John Gruden to resign. How about that? Stepping down after containing racist, sexist, and anti-gay remarks were made public. Boy, oh, boy. I never thought he was that great of a coach, anyway. But that's that's brutal. No, that might be that might be uh, that may be that might be good news for the Raiders, especially now that they're not in uh, Oakland anymore. You know, so that that actually could be good news for the Raiders. Oh, well, I don't know. Who's yeah, I mean that's a straight bombshell. I mean, I'm sure the flight zone uh, coming up. Few minutes here, Evan, Jimmy, got you covered. Eagles. They'll talk about Ben, hockey tomorrow, baseball. Uh, thank you to our great sponsors, uh, Body Check Wellness, uh, Johnny Coyle down at All Campus, Fan Up, uh, Sunrise Detox, Robbie Lutman, uh, Alan Foy of EXP Realty. Uh, thank you to everyone who liked, subscribed, shared our show, turn your notifications on. Uh, don't miss a thing. It's football season. You never know. what you, Just like that, we're down to head coach. That's how quick it happens in sports. And ATD Radio always has you covered. He's Brad Ryer. I'm Rob Brinkman. Frank Besby did a terrific job, per usual, producing the show. Until next Monday, peace out, everybody.